This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. Chicago Board of Trade Bears expected farmers to respond to higher prices with more acres and were disappointed. Actually, they did increase planted acres of everything. Farmers are cropping 311 million acres, a three-year high. The anomaly this year is that everything farmers will plant will make money, so they did not chase after one crop with more acres. They did not reduce cotton or wheat as much as expected. As corn and soybeans were both highly profitable, they did not play favorites there either. I doubt that harvested acres will end up changing much from the USDA March Intentions estimate unless they are lower. There will be some lost acres to both drought and flood. Then it comes down to yield. There is a two to three week lag in USDA reports between gathering the estimates and the time of release. The same is true of CONAB's reports. And DTN meteorologist John Baranek reported that CONAB numbers probably did not include damage from the recent freeze in southern Brazil that most agree likely paired production yet another couple of million metric tons. While current trade estimates do reflect that phrase damage, and so will Monday's USDA estimate. We remain in a situation where the United States is divided into two different growing seasons, divided by a diagonal line from central Texas to Michigan. Nearly everywhere southeast of that line has adequate to surplus moisture thus far, while almost everywhere northwest of that line still is in a drought status with no subsoil reserves and needing regular rains the remainder of the growing season, not just this week. The rain reports that we received in Iowa from the recent precipitation range from a hundredth to 2.7 inches. As a general statement, the trade is looking for modest incremental reductions in corn and soybean carryovers in Monday's WASDE report. For corn, they dropped from 1.107 to 1.092 billion bushel for the 2020-21 carryover and from 1.357 to 1.304 billion bushel for the 2021-22 carryover. Frankly, we think that they can take 300 million bushel off those carryover estimates for added feed, ethanol, and export consumption before we begin a discussion about lower yields. The trade expects the 2021 soybean carryover to be unchanged at 135 million bushel and the 2021-22 carryover to decline from 155 to 140 million bushel. There has historically been some room before we think yields and crop size will end up and USDA making any significant change in the July WASDE report. Corn yield estimates range from 172.8 to 179.5. The lowest estimate of 172.8 is for a larger crop than last year, which yielded 172. The high-end estimate of 179.5 is a trend-line yield. The question quickly becomes, can good crops in the eastern Corn Belt average up poorer ones in the northwest Corn Belt? I'm going to answer that no until proven wrong. Bears expecting a big jump in planted corn acres are disappointed. As I have stated, I think that harvested acres could fall below what was set for the March intentions, so the acres add nothing to production. And lower than trend line yield would subtract. What you come up with in my evaluation is that there will be no progress in expanding supply versus demand by the short crop in Brazil and from this one here in the United States. 
The soybean crop is made in August, but it is the earliest planted soybean crop on record here in northwest Iowa. My soybeans were planted in mid-April. I did not know if that was a good thing yet or not, as soybeans development has suffered under drought conditions too. Soybeans can hang around and be resuscitated by improved moisture. Right now, the 30-day and longer forecast would not be favorable for soybeans, but there is time for change. The trade range of soybean yield estimates for Monday's report is from 49.6 to 50.8 bushel per acre. The latter is the trend line yield, so the trade is not venturing far from it yet. More evidence that USDA has significantly underestimated corn use for ethanol came from the Energy Information Agency. In its latest data on weekly ethanol production, it hit a 70-week high and an all-time high for the last week of June. It's running well ahead of what's needed to meet the USDA's current estimate of corn use for ethanol and should prompt them to bump it higher by 25 to 50 million bushels in Monday's July WASD report. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits.